welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. In this series, we spotlight areas of the school which our listeners have told us they'd like to know more about. Today, we spotlight leadership, an important skill for every pupil in our community to develop. Our host, Simon Jones, speaks to our headmistress, Emma McKendrick, about why leadership is important and how girls are encouraged to find their own style of leadership true to themselves. She's joined by Lola, this year's head senior, or head girl, and her deputy, Cleo, both in the upper sixth. So today I'm joined by Emma McKendrick, headmistress at Downhouse School, along with the new head senior for this year, Lola, and the new deputy head senior, Cleo. But first of all, we're talking to Emma. Hello, Emma. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I hope you're well too. I'm very well indeed, thank you. Very well. It's good to be here in person to do this recording, but especially I'm I'm grateful for you giving up your time. We're recording this at half past seven on a Wednesday evening at the moment, so I really appreciate that. I'd love to know a little bit more about what a headmistress gets up to during the day. We know that a headmistress is busy, but I imagine that most people listening to this have never been the head of a school. What sort of things do you get up to? Like today, what, what's a typical day look like for you? Oh gosh, that'd be telling. Uh, I'm not sure I can give you a typical day, but today we uh, spent some time preparing for our assessment day tomorrow. So we've got some uh, a lot of prospective pupils coming in, so making sure that everything for that was okay. Um, we spent some time our senior teacher leadership team together looking at our priorities. And uh, I spent some time with some prospective parents as well at the end of the day. And now I'm with you. Fantastic. Right. And is that a fairly typical day or is every day completely different? Do you know, every day is pretty different. I mean, mostly it is about spending as much time as you can with the people, the pupils and the staff. And I always try and pop into the dining room where I've been tonight too, actually. Um, but there's, it's a variation on a theme. And in the dining room tonight, what's on the menu for food? Do you remember? Do you know, I did, the thing that struck my mind, which possibly isn't the right thing, is lots of ice lollies. Oh, <laughs> so I saw. But other than that, I didn't spot what was, in, what was on the menu. <laughs> OK, so in this episode, we're going to be talking about leadership. But I wonder, first of all, if you could just give us your understanding of really what leadership means in a school environment. We hear a lot about leadership on social media. We hear a lot about leadership in the media in general. But what's your what's your take on leadership in general in a school situation? Do you know, I think it's about everybody feeling that they have the opportunity to lead whoever they are, wherever they are. There's a little bit about personal leadership and, and being in charge of my own destiny. And then there's about leading others, but probably leading others, thinking about how you serve them, bring out the best in them, grow your own confidence, try different styles of leadership out. And you can do that at any age. And that's the great joy of a school. You can start age 11 when you come in, right up to uh, our uh, Lola and Cleo who are with me and, and leading the whole school. So endless opportunities, lots of examples and, and finding your style of, of leading for the benefit of others. So tell me then about what some of the opportunities there are for girls at Down House to experience leadership. There are, I guess if you're starting at the bottom, it could, could be anything from leading your dorm to perhaps doing some charity leadership. We have lots of wonderful charity events, don't we, that uh, the girls sort of set up, raise money for, they choose their own charities, and then they might go through and be a year rep in their house, so they have to gather in the opinions of all of their sort of, I suppose, peers in their house mm. and try and get consensus, which isn't always as easy as it sounds, is it? No. Um, and then... There'll be some positions where you might be 
voted in to do something and some where you might be chosen by staff uh, to do it and some where you can put yourself forward. And then right up to running a whole play. Um, and the girls might say more about that where you're, you know, you might direct the house drama and then you're in charge of a cast of 70 and that's a phenomenal piece of leadership. Mm, mm. And they do it effortlessly, I have mm. to say. Well, not effortlessly, that isn't right, but they make it look effortless, uh, I have to say. So lots of different types of opportunity and, it, and across the disciplines. So, you know, it can be in art, it can be in music, in sport. Um, lots of different ways that you can show how you would like to lead and develop your leadership style. And so is this something then that you try to encourage in all of the girls here? Because I imagine that some girls naturally put themselves forward in, you know, into positions of, of leadership. They may raise their hand at the first opportunity to say, yes, I'd like to lead that. But then maybe some other people might like to do that, but maybe they're not feeling quite as confident to raise their hand and say that. And maybe then other people might not actually want to do the leadership in the first place until they experience it and then they might feel that, that there's an opportunity there for them afterwards. Do you know, I'm, I'm really keen that everybody, even if they don't immediately feel comfortable, has an opportunity to lead and learns that they're, but it doesn't matter what their personality is, whether they're quiet or they're extrovert or as you say, they put their hand up and they're there at the front. There is an opportunity for everybody and everybody can learn mm. the benefits of the different styles of leadership. So I hope we try to make sure that everybody gets an opportunity to contribute and to lead small groups, big groups. And I, I think that's reflected too in the, the different range of leadership opportunities that particularly are there right at the top of the school. Mm. So you can lead as part of a team mm. without being the team leader too. Okay, I like that. Leading as part of the team. Tell me a bit more about that. What do you mean by that? Well, if I am, let's say, part of uh, the, the seniors group, so we've got Lola and Clear who lead that, but the group of nine uh, seniors this year who are with them, they collectively are responsible for leading the school, aren't they? Setting the tone, setting the tone in assemblies, leading some of our special days that we have. So they'll all play a part in achieving those aims and objectives that they have. And why, why do you feel that it's important for girls at Downhouse to get involved in leadership opportunities right from a young age? Because they need to know they can do it mm. and they can. All of them absolutely can lead. So the earlier you learn that, the more you'll grow and develop and, and, and be comfortable in it. Mm. And then it becomes much easier when you're you know, you go to university or out into the working world. So I'd love to unpack that a little bit, but probably a little bit later on about what happens after the girls leave Downhouse and when they go on to university or whatever they end up doing about how that helps them. But for now, it'd be great to understand a little bit more from Lola. First of all, Lola, you're the incoming or newly appointed, I should say, uh, head senior. First of all, how does that feel? Honestly, it's quite surreal. So I joined down at 13 plus and I've always really looked up to the sixth formers that not only had the head senior position, but just had any position. And so to now have the privilege to do that for someone else and like to give back to the school, it's amazing. It really is. And tell me about how you actually fulfilled that role. I mean, you know, how did you go through, is it an election that happens? What's the process? So there was an application process that feels like it was many moons ago now, but it was in the lower sixth and Mrs. McKendrick sort of launched the whole leadership application process to us in an assembly. There was an application form where we spoke about how we've given back to the school over our years here. Then a handwritten letter 
all about sort of personally why the role meant something to you. Mm -hmm. And then an interview in this very room, actually, <laughs> with two seniors and Mrs. McKendrick, possibly the most daunting part, but you just had to come in, be honest, be genuine, hope for the best. So then how does it feel for you after you were told that you're going to be the head senior here? I was in shock, honestly. <laughs> there are so many personalities in our year and of the people that put themselves forward for head senior, it honestly could have been anyone. I think every single girl was capable and finding out that it was me, it was more just of like a, I can't, I really can't explain it. I was just really, really, really happy. Mm -hmm. But also that day, everyone found out their position. So it was a case of like a joint euphoria that we were all getting to lead the school together. <laughs> Excellent. I love that. I love that. Now, Mrs. McKendrick was talking about the different opportunities for leadership here at the school. What's been your experience? What's been your journey of, of sort of recognising these opportunities as you've gone through year by year? Well, it definitely started really, not necessarily small, but just giving me the confidence to believe that I could do things like Mrs. McKendrick said, because I remember at 13, I was still quite timid and just quite to myself, but it started off in-house being year rep for Upper Four, actually, and having to speak to my friends and see what they thought about possible things and then relay the information. And then as I grew through my mixed stage house in Ashall, I got to take on charity rep, which I really enjoyed, moved into sixth form and eventually put myself forward from president of York. But it's sort of been like a gradual growth in confidence in myself and a gradual understanding, not necessarily that I can do anything, but I can have a go at anything. And just tell us about the A-levels that you're doing here at the moment. So I'm currently studying economics, English literature and Attempting maths. <laughs> Tell me why you say attempting maths. Oh, I'm giving it my best shot like I do, <laughs> like I do everything. But um, it takes a bit more to be successful in math than it does my other two subjects. So. Tell me a little bit about role models. When you think about the role models that there are out in the world, in particular women mo role models, what, what are your thoughts? You know, who, who, who are the kind of people who spring into your mind at that point? There are so many women. I feel like I have to start with the women that started off at Down. So we've got some older girls. I don't know, Teal, who left last year. She has always been a role model for me. She was intelligent, bright, tried absolutely everything. And then on a bigger scale, I guess... Maybe Liz Truss, despite the cheese speech, it's quite, she's quite an impactful woman to me. So, yeah. And then outside of politics and outside of people who've been here at Down House, who else springs to your mind? I know you said people outside of Down House, but the first woman that came to mind is Mrs. McKendrick. I think she leads so well. I just, I'm in awe of her every single time I meet her. And right now, that's the image of leadership in my head, so. Excellent. Well, we've also got Cleo here with us. So Cleo, tell us a little bit, first of all, about being deputy head senior. How did that feel for you? So I remember actually getting a phone call while I was on FaceTime with Lola. And um, I remember being like, oh, who's calling me? And we were talking about getting a phone call and I was like, oh, okay, someone's calling me, I'll, I'll call you back. And it was actually Mrs. McKendrick from Muscat, I'm pretty sure. and. My sister wasn't, um, she was doing DV, so I couldn't really like um, say anything to her immediately. But I remember getting the call, screaming um, right after the call, running to my mum, screaming. Um, and then I FaceTimed Lola and we kept it under wraps for a good 
four hours because um <laughs> and I remember I, I called my sister and I didn't tell her because there were other people on um, DAV with her that were also at school and we just wanted to keep it a bit secretive until everyone else started getting their positions um but we I remember we have this your group chat and um we sent a picture of Mrs McKendrick and then um our faces on her shoulders <laughs> to the York group chat as just a you know a statement like yep it's us but it was honestly such a surreal moment I remember being so excited and um and sharing the moment with Lola was also really special. Now Downhouse being a girls school of course how do you think it changes things being a girls school when you're learning about leadership opportunities in life? I think that learning about leadership at Downhouse particularly a girls school is probably the best thing that could have ever happened I remember joining Remove as a bit of a shy child as well, like Lola. And um, the confidence you build is insane. Like when I think back at where I started and what I'm doing now, it's it's in it's very very big. And um, like Mrs. McKendrick was saying, and like Lola was saying, it starts with small with small opportunities, and um, they all accumulate to build each individual person. So I think that being in an all-girls school, it's all very catered to the individual person. Mm. And it also, I think it really helps in co-ed situations because we're so confident in ourselves and um, we have all the validation from within and the people around us. So, yeah. Now you mentioned about when you joined the school in Remove, that's year seven. Tell me a bit about how you felt when you first joined the school, when, when you first came up the drive for that first time on day one. Oh, Coming up that drive always gives you butterflies. To this day, I had my last first drive up here, which was a bit of a sad moment. But I remember being so nervous and a bit sick. But um, it was, I don't think I knew what was coming, but it was, yeah, just a very surreal moment. And um, I think that um, I was quite lucky because I came with my twin sister. So I had a bit of a safety net, mm -hmm. um, but it was really exciting to experience that with someone I knew um, in the same year. And if you could jump back in time and go and talk to your younger self, what would you say to that, you know, to that girl who's coming up just about to join the school? I would say everything gets so much better. Um, stick it out for the first 10 days. Um, I remember when we were in Remove, we got our phones um, taken away for 10 days so that we, you know, we'd really embed ourselves into the culture. And after those 10 days, it was just, you know, everything kind of clicked and maybe not um, not all the friendships, but it definitely, you know, allowed you to settle in. Well, thank you for that, Cleo. We're going to hear back from Mrs. McKendrick again now. Emma, it's good to hear what the girls were just saying. It may have been a bit embarrassing for you hearing what Lola was saying as well. How did you feel when, when she said that? Humbled, actually, yeah. I mean, it, it's a, for me, it's a, you know, it's a great privilege to be in the school. It's a, and it's wonderful to work with these wonderful young women and, and a hugely great team of staff so mm. it's great mm. collective effort and then cleo talking about having a picture of her and lola on your shoulders um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is this something you knew about <laughs> no no <I've... laughs> i need to see that now I think, yeah. <laughs> now uh, cleo was talking about the environment being a girls school how do you think that changes things being a girls school instead of being co-ed for leadership opportunities i think it makes them completely free to lead in the way that they would like to, um, and they don't have to have any preconceived ideas of what that looks like. And I think you get much greater leadership combined with compassion and no less ambition or aspiration and no less effective, actually. So I think it builds a really 
good and, and really collaborative leadership. I think that's always what I I sense with with you when you're working on projects. So, mm. And and I love that, but just that sense that I can be me and I can lead as me. I thought it was really interesting, the build-up to who the next Prime Minister was going to be here in the UK. And of course, now it's Liz Truss. But there was very little mention in the media about the fact that it was, it, it, you know, there was a good chance it was going to be a woman. And I was really encouraged, actually, by the lack of media coverage in that, because that just said to me that it's just a normal thing in this country. And in a lot of countries around the world, of course, it's not a normal thing. No, I think we're very... And, and actually having those examples for people both through school and, as you were saying, Liz Truss, and there'll be many others, mm. also just makes it feel possible as well, doesn't it? And that, that's what I hope you get in in school. You can probably remember your first head seniors that you looked up to, can you? And and you get that wonderful moment of looking at other people and you learn from others as well, don't you? I asked Lola about different role models. When you think about role models, who jumps into your mind? Gosh, do you know, probably, and, and I'm going to give a very uh, predictable answer, probably the Queen at the moment because she's been so much in the media, but also there's phenomenal values that I think we all aspire to of of service and openness and humility, dedication, etc. It's quite hard to beat, isn't it? Mm, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think you're right. Tell me something about the Ivy House Leadership Programme. What's that all about? That is uh, a programme that's run for members of the sixth form and they can opt into that. And it gives them uh, an opportunity to explore and learn about themselves, how they best lead. It's endorsed by um, an Ivy House, I suppose, executive programme and was originally developed for uh, business executives. And there was a huge commitment to bring it into school. So but learning about yourself, you as a leader, what makes you tick and how, how much more effective you can be. Getting good nods from Lola <laughs> and Cleo here, which is good. And Emma, tell me a little bit about how this prepares the girls for when they leave. When Some will go to university and some won't go to university. They'll go and do other things. But how do you find that leadership here at school prepares them for whatever they do next? I hope fundamentally it gives them the confidence to know that they can make a contribution and they can be themselves and they can still lead and be successful so they don't have to go out and change. Mm. They might have to you know, adapt in sort of different environments, but fundamentally I hope they recognise they can be themselves, they can lead and they can be successful, whether that's at university, running a society, in a lecture, asking questions, whatever it is, uh, or, you know, being a top executive if that's what they choose mm. later in life as well, or running their own companies, whatever. Emma, tell me something about DH Links. What's that all about? That's, I suppose, an organisation, if you like, part of the school organisation, which brings our alumni and parents together, and sometimes past parents as well, and they in particular spheres of expertise, so it might be finance or law, or it might be advertising or education, and they come together and they tell their stories about how they've succeeded in their careers, what they've done, and they share it with the girls and the girls can ask them questions. But there are some phenomenally inspiring stories. And I think Lola's been to a couple, so I'll let her tell you a little bit about, about those. Lola, tell us all about that then. Well, yeah, I love going to the Dan House Links events because you just hear about girls who were here and they're leading in all aspects of their lives. And so I remember, I think the last one I went to was about entrep entrepreneurs. 
And there was a girl who left maybe five or six years ago and has now started up a tech startup. She's also been to Harvard. And it's just these amazing stories. And I don't think at any point they thought it wouldn't be possible for them to fulfill their dreams. And it's really amazing to hear. Mm. There's also bakeries that people have set up. There's marketing agencies that people are working at. And I just love hearing from women, from downhouse girls mm -hmm. that are leading the world. Mm. I also want to add to that um, by saying that at school, we have so many more leadership opportunities within subject departments. So I know that there are a few girls who are leading fashion shows that are going to take place next week. Mm -hmm. So one girl's doing it for her EPQ. And we're also having alumni come showcase their pieces within Downhouse. So there is Lola and I are actually modeling for that. So <laughs> that's going to be a really interesting um, event. Um, there's also, like Mrs. McKendrick said, even if you're a shy character, there is so much opportunity to be a leader and not necessarily be in, con be in contact with too many people. So um, in the science department, if you're more of a STEM person, um, you can be part of the STEM magazine. And in low six, um, a few people come together with um, the head of science to create a really... It's a really, really rich educational magazine, but written by the students, isn't it? Exactly. And um, I was actually one of the co-editors last year. So, And it was, you know, we were in a room with two other girls and the head of department. And it was, you know, sending out emails. So it was a different kind of leadership, which was really interesting to take part in. Mm. Well, thank you for that, Cleo. And thank you for your time here tonight, because we do need to bring this episode to a close now. But it's been great hearing all about leadership. So thank you very much, Cleo, first of all. Thank you. And thank you very much, Lola. Thank you for having me, Simon. And also thank you very much, Emma. It's been great talking to you. Thank you. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks, Simon. So that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.